Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on? The Thursday Decca, yeah. So why am I doing that? Because I feel awesome and it's going to be a great day. We're throwing it back. TBT, throwing it back. Audio only. I've got the big fat cans over my head. No TV today, just radio. And a lot to get done. And the format's a little bit different, so let me lay it out for you. Let me start you off with a telephone number. Now, you want to get in early because I'm moving everything up. We've got a lot to get done. Phone number is one 636 8686 The reason you want to call right now is I've got the big head, James Kelly. Normally, when we do big head bets, it's later in the program. The head gets kind of weird like that. He likes to buy himself as much time as he possibly can to find out whether or not the line moves, whether or not there are injury updates, this, that, and the other. We do not have that luxury. Not today. Big head bets, 940. And why not, right? I mean, we can't get to that game fast enough. What a great game that is tonight. And by great game, I mean complete assery. Can't wait. Oh, I can wait. I absolutely can wait for that game. However, James Kelly and I, the big head, big head bets, 940. Top of hour number two, a linebacker for the Texas Longhorns, Jalen Ford. So where does that put the beef? Right in the middle of the program. So a lot of you try to get yourself situated for that. What's your beef? Middle of hour number two. Get your beefs going. Top of hour number three, one of my favorite guys in the business, Matt Money Smith, play-by-play voice of the LA Chargers, but really one of the most talented guys I know. Matt Money Smith, top of hour number three. So I've got all that to get done. Big head bets, Jalen Ford, what's your beef, money, and more. 1-800-636-8686. And again, an old-school Throwback Thursday audio only. If you're a little sketchy about that and you're not sure about being on TV, today's a good day to get your feet wet. If you're one of those people who's like, oh, hell no. If I'm not on TV, I'm not doing it. Today's not your day. All right, with that in mind, this is not the topic I wanted to start with. The topic that I wanted to start with, I'm going to get to later on. I don't want to say what that is yet. I would just tell you that it would be irresponsible for me to lead the program with it. But it's the, the topic that I want to lead with. Now, this is a good topic. This is important. I like the other one better. You'll see what I mean when I get there. Let's start with some NFL. There is some overdue credit that I want to send out right now. For real. Because earlier this week, I called the Bengals the hottest team in the NFL. And I meant that. I'm not going to walk that back. I was not lying to you about that. Those dudes are on fire. They're on one. They're scary. They've run off four dubs in a row. They just beat the Niners and the Bills in back-to-back weeks. Joey B is finally right. The mad scientist, my dude, Lou Anarumo, finally has that defense humming. And absolutely nobody wants to see those dudes right about now. I stand by all that. I'm not walking any of that back. That said... Cincinnati is not the only one that nobody wants to see right now. They're not the only ones who are on fire, and they're not the only ones who've just run off four in a row and have a quarterback that looks great and a defense that is balling out. I think you know who I'm talking about. 
I know there are a bunch of people in Bmore right now nodding their heads and saying, it's about time, Rome. It's about time. About time you shouted out the flock. It's about time you hyped the Ravens. And Bmore, you'd be exactly right because the Ravens look legit. They look legit. They sound legit. That 7-2 record is legit. And if you look like a contender and you sound like a contender, and you act like a contender, and you quack like a contender, and you walk around like a contender, and you're 7-2, and two, then that's what you are. You are a legitimate, thank you, Alvin, legitimate contender, serious contender. And they couldn't be further from that stressful, multi-year contract negotiation with Lamar than they are right now. The vibes in Baltimore right now are actually immaculate. How do I know? Sitting here in Cali, I've been listening to Roquan Smith because Roquan Smith could not wait to tell SI this week how thrilled he is to be a Raven since he was traded from Chicago last season. Absolutely ecstatic to be a Raven and also even more ecstatic not to be a Bear. Because he knows he actually has a chance at a Lombardi in Baltimore. Check out this quote. An actual quote. And when I just think about it, from the perspective of having the opportunity to compete for one year in and year out. With the talent we have, man, it makes me so happy. Just knowing my career is not going down the drain. In the sense of playing somewhere where I'm not truly competing for a title. End of quote. What a great line. Man, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy to know that I'm not having my career go right down the toilet. This dude sounds like the happiest guy in the NFL right now. And he should be. Because your career is going down the toilet when you're stuck in Chicago. Ask any of the Bears who are still there how it feels to have their careers going down the toilet. If not their lives. Getting off that sinking ship is an incredible win in and of itself. Jumping off that ship and landing with the Ravens is incredible. No wonder that dude's so happy. He then chased that gym with this equally obvious sentiment. Quote, honestly, man, it means the world to me being a Raven. End of quote. Well, we can tell, dude. Great to be a Raven, even better not to be a Bear. Anybody would be thrilled to be a part of that defense right now because that defense right now is dominant. No D has allowed fewer points so far this year, which is exactly why Lamar was out in front of the media yesterday hyping them all up. I'm not trying to toot our horn, but I believe our defense has no weakness Uh, just from the defensive line, the linebackers, the secondary how they flying around and disguising defenses uh, to make it look like one coverage, but it's something else. And, and how they, how they um, time up their blitzes, it, it helps us out a lot, you know, because we playing other teams, they flying around giving us their best shot. It's like we saying one of the best defenses every day. Hard to argue with any of that, right? In fact, I'm not going to argue with any of that. As well as Lamar is playing, that defense might be the real reason to be all in on the Ravens. Even Lamar knows that. Listen to him. So there's your love, Baltimore. There is your love. 
I won't even stop there because really the entire AFC North deserves a shout out, a.k.a. by far the best division in football so far this year. Not only are all four AFC North teams multiple games over 500, they would all make the playoffs if the season ended right now. Yes, that somehow, some way, even includes the Steelers. The seemingly dysfunctional and terrible to watch Steelers. The only offenses that have produced fewer points this season than Matt Nova Scotia's offense in Pittsburgh are, and think about it for a second, this is not a trick question, it's actually the easiest question ever. What are the only offenses in the NFL worse than Matt Saskatchewan's offense in Pittsburgh? Very easy question. You can know next to nothing about the NFL and know that. The only scoring offenses worse than the Steelers so far this year belong to those two total dumpster fires in New York. Like the Steelers, they don't look or sound like a 5-3 and three team. The point I made about the Ravens, they look and sound and act and walk and quack like a 7-2 and two team or better. The Steelers don't look or sound like a 5-3 and three team at all especially if you've been paying attention to all this George Pickens social media drama this week. And listen, I hate social media drama. I hate reading about it. I hate talking about it. I hate making it a topic on the show. I think it's lame, personally. The drama. Like, I'm all about social media as a thing. It's not always the best thing. But I'm just talking about the drama that comes along with it. As an example... When a dude like George Pickens unfollows his quarterback on Instagram and deletes any mention of the Steelers and posts, quote, free me. You know, that kind of drama I can't ignore. That's the kind of thing that's going to get people's attention. People are going to ask, the hell is up with that? I mean, it's their job to ask, the hell is up with that? Especially when that all followed. That extremely dramatic, immature, up-in-my-feelings type of social media behavior followed a pretty big primetime win over the Titans. All of that came after a win. Pretty weird time to go raging on the gram after a win, even for a wide receiver. So I can't say that I was totally surprised when Pickens tried to make an excuse and just brush it all off yesterday. George, George. Are you upset? Oh, no. George, like, like you responded to some of the social media stuff by saying basically you people need help. Like, do you, uh, are you upset? What would, what'd you mean by the social media reaction? Uh, I don't really mix social media and football. Together, so. You did kind of hide all the Steelers stuff from your profile. Just what what was behind doing that and then restoring it? Uh, just clearing out my page. So, I mean, uh, not really too crazy. It got nothing to do with the Steelers at all. Dude, why not just plead the Fifth Amendment like Bob Sala? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm totally convinced. Nothing to see here. I don't know what part of that was less convincing. Him starting off with when they asked, are you upset? Oh, nah. Oh, nah. Or the, I don't mix social media and football. Or the, my favorite part, actually, 
I was just clearing out my page. Yeah, dude, you were just clearing out your page. Just doing some spring cleaning. Unfollowing tiny hands. Cleaning some stuff up. You know, erasing any mention of the Steelers. And just getting organized by posting free me. You know, your totally normal social media behavior. Clearing out your page sounds more like you were clearing out your locker and just taking your ball and going home. Uh, just clearing out my page. And by the way, what did Tiny Hands do to you anyway, brah? All I saw him do is use those tiny hands to throw you a dime in the end zone. And then you somehow managed to land your giant floppy foot out of bounds, even though you had plenty of room. I'm guessing even tiny hands would have been able to get his two tiny feet down on that one. But his alleged star wide receiver could not pull that off. I mean, obviously nobody is buying any of that from Pickens. I just don't know why he even bothered. Let me riddle you this. When has a social media tantrum, a social media purge, ever worked out for anybody? When has anyone ever looked like a professional for having a tantrum on Instagram? When has it ever actually helped anybody or improved anybody's situation? He said this from the very beginning when I got on Twitter. Don't tweet angry. Don't tweet drunk. Twitter does not have a safety. It's like a loaded gun. It would go off. You know, it's like, I don't like gun analogies at all anymore for obvious reasons. But that's what I meant back in the day. People would get upset. And instead of taking a walk around the block and blowing off a little steam, they'd reach right for their phone. That's Pickens. Luckily for him, Mike Tomlin is not about social media, which is too bad because I'm still waiting for that straight fire that he promised when he joined what was then Twitter. But the last thing Tomlin's about is straight fire on social. Man, there's no way that dude posted that tweet himself. He promised nothing but straight fire. Mike Tomlin, you imagine that? Hey, I'm on Twitter. You're going to get nothing but straight fire from me. And then crickets. But it was such a powerful tweet at the time that I said to myself the second I saw it, uh, the next big horse we have, I'm going to name Straight Fire. And that, that's why we named that big horse we had Straight Fire. I named that horse Straight Fire based on that tweet. I loved it. I loved it. It's one of James Kelly's favorite horses we've ever had, Straight Fire. Straight Fire was a badass horse, man. And that was a badass tweet that never materialized. Anyway, I digress. Tomlin is not about straight fire on social at all. And he's not all about George Pickens' act on social media either. Insert. I like breathing. It's easy. I know it's a cute story for you guys, but it is, it is a pebble in my shoe, to be quite honest with you, in terms of the things that I have to do in an effort to get this group ready to play this week. Our focus is on the Green Bay Packers and what we're all going to do in this football game. Uh, And I can't state it any plainer than that. It's like reality television, the way you guys follow social media and write stories about it. 
That's rich. That's rich. I mean, part of that's true. But that's still rich. He's like, I know that's a cute little story for you guys. It's like reality television for you guys. Yeah, except it was your guy who did it. We're reacting to your guy, Mike. We didn't do it. We're Actually, we're doing our job. Your guy did that. Listen, I agree. I'm not a big fan of it either. But when your star receiver posts free me and washes his account and unfollows his quarterback, then yes, it is the journo's job to ask the hell is going on here. But I agree. It is annoying. And it is a pebble in everybody's shoe. Cute story for you guys, but... Yeah. A cute story for us that wouldn't exist if your star receiver didn't do it. Anyway, you make a pretty good point. It is like a pebble in your shoe. It's a good description, actually, for some of the clones. I actually see something kind of parallel here. No names mentioned, but in terms of a pebble in my shoe, I don't want to mention any clones by name because I don't want to bite the hand that feeds Jaworski. No names mentioned. Eric in Orlando. I'm not going to mention names because I need you all. Ken in SA who opened a Jardians box that can never be closed. You guys are like the collective pebble in my shoe. At least that's nicer than calling you the poop in my ice cream. Even if you're also that. In fact, you know what you are really? You're a pinch of ice cream in a giant dumpster of excrement. That's what some of you are. Got that from Coach Cal. There's a bucket of poop and there's a bucket of ice cream. It's like you can put all the ice cream in that poop that you want. It doesn't change it. But one little pinch of that poop in that ice cream ruins that ice cream. And I'll tell a guy, you, my man, are the poop in our ice cream. (laughs) It's a great analogy, except I'd flip that on its head. It's the other way around. You, my clone, are the pinch of ice cream in a giant dumpster of excrement. It's not the other way around. It's not the good way. The pinch of poop in a bucket of ice cream. It's a pinch of ice cream in a bucket of excrement. You, my man. Anyway, believe it or not, as good as that open was, and it was, I'm pretty happy with myself. That's not what I wanted to open with. Speaking of a pinch of poop, I'll get there. 1-800. I I just wanted to open up by giving the Ravens their due and talking about the Steelers and the AFC North, which is the best division in football. And even the Steelers, for as unwatchable as they can be and all that dysfunction, they're 5-3. 1-800-636-8686. That number is toll-free. Hit me up. If you want to follow me or reach out to me on the X, I would love that. My handle there is at Jim Rome. You can email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at haveatake.com. Let me check some reaction really quickly on this Throwback Thursday. At Wapner at 11 writes, Hey, Jim, Roquan's happy. Vibes are making me look depressed. No, no, let me do that again. Hey, Jim. Roquan's happy vibes are making me look depressed. Signed, the double <laughs> rainbow guy. 
tell you something. If you got off the Bears, you would be double rainbow guy. And if you got off the Bears and landed with the Ravens, you'd be quad rainbow guy. Roquan's probably the happiest human being walking the face of the earth right now. Mike D for three is in. Quote, sounds like George isn't Pickens his words very well. Good one, Mike. And by good one, I mean dumb one, Mike. Van Sizzle, I'm looking forward to Panthers-Bears tonight. Should be an enjoyable experience. Signed, Parody Larry on line four. The big head in a spelling bee. And hopping into a plane with John Denver. Since Andy's from Denver... I still will not allow that. Playing Crash Mac is not funny. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Jets is not hard to spell. Now, big head in a spelling bee smack. That's good. Sign Parody Larry on line four. That's good. Yeah, Alvin, we get it. War banning the Bears and Giants from prime time. Chris in Milwaukee writes, Jimmy, I was just clearing up my browser. Regards guys after looking at porn. I definitely will allow that. Hey, Jim. Great take on oh, George Pickens. He was in the wrong, but this is a broken record with the Steelers. They draft unbelievable talent at wide receiver. Then they don't have the offense to get them the rock enough. Followed by a tantrum. Then they get rid of them. It seems to be a staple of Tomlin's era. War three and outs. Nick and P.A., I don't want to say there's something to that, but there seems to be a lot of drama with the Steelers and their wide receivers. You're right. That's no one-off. That is not the first time that's happened. You know, you say that, though. Then they draft all this talent. Then they can't get the ball to them. Yeah, well, you did have Big Bennett quarterback. Romer, can you ban... Jardians Nation from the beef segment today. Andy in Portland. Unwar bathroom beefs as well. Dude, I'm doing my damnedest. I mean, what what's the point of a ban on bathroom beefs when they keep coming in? I've tried. Yeah, yes, yes. There's a ban on Jardians Nation. I'm not sure that that ban that I just put down is going to do anything at all. But yes, for the record, officially, there's a ban on the JN. Got that? No bathroom smack for the beef segment. And I just banned the JN. Hashtag JN. Jardians Nation. You're out. You're done. I'm not having it. Do not call and beef about that. Jimbo Slice, free me, signed Al Michaels, tweeting at Jeff Bezos. V in the fee. War Jardians in Richmond's post-Taco Bell toilet being a bigger bleep shove than tonight's game. V, are you not listening to me? You just violated both the bands. All right, there is your monster throwback open on a Thursday.
Once again, audio only today. James Kelly and I going to break down tonight's game, 940. You know why? I'm so not into that game. I want to get it out of the way as quickly as possible. That's 940. Jalen Ford of Texas, top of the hour. What's your beef? Middle of hour number two. And Mount Money Smith, top of hour three. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. Therefore, it's time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare you think you're stuck in. You might not be. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of terrible timeshares for over 10 years now and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of those bad timeshares. They might be able to do the same thing for you. To get the facts about how the timeshare industry actually works and your options for cancellation, simply call Wesley right now for your free timeshare exit kit. See how you can become timeshare free. 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. All right, so I've got this all lined up for you. It's going to be a short segment, but I want you to make sure that you're situated, right? So the big head's coming up next. Jalen Ford of the Longhorns, top of the hour. What's your beef in the middle of hour two? So we're an hour out from that. You want to start saying that up right now. Call with a beef, 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on the X with a beef, at Jim Rome. Email me your beef. We're doing that in the middle of hour number two. Top of hour number three, Matt Money Smith joins me to talk some NFL. And around all of that, what I also want to talk about, I want to share with you, I don't want to say what it is. I don't want to give it up. But it's something that I actually wanted to lead with, but it would not have been responsible to lead with. But it's a story. And it's an amazing story. And if I could do it all again, I might have even led with it. I don't want to say what it is yet. Just be listening. Hey, a uh, Laker fan. Remember when everything was so great? Remember when you made that run to the Western Conference Finals last year? Remember when you bolstered your roster and your depth? Remember when the season got off to a quick start? Remember when LeBron looked amazing? Remember when LeBron said the, fra- the roster or the franchise now belongs to AD? Do you remember all that? Neither do I hammered last night by the Rockets. And here come all the same old excuses. Man, it's getting old and tired and played. I'll have that for you too. Also, really good podcast with Nico Harrison of the Dallas Mavericks. I want to try and reset that for you too. So all of that on this Throwback Thursday. Why is it Throwback? Audio only. Radio only. I'm rocking my cans. Put on one of my uglier sweaters. You can't see it. It's warm, yo. I feel good. 1-800-636-8686. When we return, it's a Thursday staple. Big head bets. 
the Big Head and I break down one of the gnarliest games ever in the NFL. It's nasty. Break it down. Two of the worst teams in the league in prime time because everybody needs that. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. I am Jim Rome. All right, so top of the hour, Jalen Ford, a linebacker for the Texas Longhorns. 1040 Pacific Time, what's your beef? Right now, before I get to the big head and James Kelly and big head bets, let me just state this. I've said for the record, and I mean this, I have the best job in the world. I know this. I understand this. I've always understood this. One of the reasons why I still have this job is because I've always understood that. I have the best job in the world. Now, even with the best job in the world, there are parts of that job that you do not love. It's like any other job, right? There are parts of the job that you don't love but you do them anyway. It's part of having a job. It's part of the job. You have to do certain things that you do not love. Namely, this. Not the big head, but what I'm about to get into. Now, under almost any other circumstance, head, I would say that bad football is better than no football. In fact, I would say that bad football is much better than no football. Would you agree? Yes, sir. Okay. Then again, I never expected anyone to have two of the worst teams in the NFL play each other in prime time as the only game of the week. I mean, never mind a captive audience. We're freaking hostages in this case. Panthers v. Bears is an act of football terrorism, if you ask me. And if I'm being real, Head, I don't even want to talk about this game, let alone actually watch this game. And per usual, I will watch it because they pay me to watch it. Just know this. They don't pay me nearly enough to watch this. There have been some garbage matchups had on Thursday night over the years, but I would be hard-pressed to think of one that is worse than the 1-7 Panthers playing the 2-7 Bears. But since we really have no choice but to talk about it and watch it, we may as well get down and hit it. Can you make me feel any better about this head, or am I right in what I say? No, I can't do that. You know, the team that has won two games in the last calendar year plus, that's lost eight games by 13 points or more during that time period, who will have Tyson Bagent under center tonight is favored by three points. I cannot twist it. or, or Dude, what does know. that tell you about the Panthers? Oh, my God. What does that tell you about how bad the Panthers are? Not only that, too, Jim, I'm going to lay the points and take the Bears here. On offense, they've been able to actually move the ball. They had 368 yards of total offense against the Saints last weekend. It's just the turnovers. They had five on Sunday. They have the worst turnover margin in football. They have to limit them tonight, and that's possible against this Panthers defense because not only are they bad as they rank 31st in scoring, they don't create turnovers themselves when the uh, teams do throw on them. Also, teams choose to run the ball on them more than any other team in the NFL, which plays into Chicago's strengths in running the football. Add the fact that the Panthers won't have their best player in Brian Burns and are missing a couple uh, starters in the secondary. On the other side of the ball, the Bears' D can stop the run, credit there. But yes, they are backside Molinari and pass defense because they cannot get to the quarterback. 
Right, that's them. But they did bring in Montez Sweat. So yeah, I didn't really that. know what you meant by that, but now I do. Yep. And yep. I'm not amused. <laughs> Great news, too, here. Carolina averages an NFL-worst 4.8 yards per pass attempt. That'll help the Bears. ATS, Cal- uh, Carolina is the worst team in football here. One six and a half season. Carolina? Carolina. Catalina? The Panthers. Catalina? Sad yeah, I've been to Catalina. I've been to Catalina. Yeah. Too, actually. Yeah. Pretty nice out there. Yeah. Ritz team is one six and one on the season against um, the spread. So that you miss terrible. that guy, don't you? You constantly invoke Ritz name. Well, it is damn funny. right. We're That's how I roll. Ritz team up all the time because they're so bad, and we're talking Jelly about Ritz. Beans I like that you keep suck. his memory and legacy alive around here. Okay, good. It's good dude, Ritz. One hit wonder He's my butt. Guy. Miss Ritz. Okay. Um, Matt Eberfield. I didn't say you couldn't be friends with him. He just doesn't work here anymore. Fair. I agree. I like what, up, cool. what up, Ritz? Go ahead. Uh, Eberflus is 5-21 and well. as the Bears coach. Matthew Nagy's Bears are dunking on you, dude. You know Pennis and Cracker Jack style. Hang on the rim, right to face. Start winning and please cover that Okay, Can we go back to that? Um, it's pretty three. obvious what he said. Peanuts. Pennis? We've, bro- we've broken that down. Peanuts. That's like Dez, dude. I'm pretty sure it's not Pennis. Well, I'm pretty sure it is Peanuts. No matter how badly you want to be otherwise. See, we broke that down frame by frame many years ago. He's over Why are you keeping that alive? Because he's over 500 as a coach and Matt's uh, 5 and 21. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Dez said Penix or Penis? Why are you bringing Dez into this? Remind me. Unless to talk about that sign stealing scandal. Oh, yeah, he does not like to talk about that at all. None of them do. None of the <laughs> Michigan men happens, do. right? Yeah. Nor Jaworski, 8643-4298. Nope. Hashtag. And now, all of a sudden, Connor Stallions is a rogue employee like Matt Walsh was in Spygate. Google Matt Walsh clones. Same thing going on here. Here you go, Head. I like it. So, where, where are we at? Where, where are we? Did you make your Bears pick Bears minus yet? three. Yes, Bears minus three. Bears minus mm-hmm. three. Is there no hook in that game? There's no hook. There was yesterday, this morning, no hook, it's gone. So good. that's good. Good, I like that. Yeah, seriously, dude, I can't believe that this is actually a real thing. Man, I'd love to know. In fact, no, I need to know who sit down and thought, hey, you know what? Why don't we find two teams that have been complete ass and have them play each other in prime time as the only game of the day? Absolutely awesome idea. Like, I'm trying to think of just one thing that either one of these teams does well. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Actually, you know what? That's not true. You referenced no, it. No, no. The bear. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. I know. He dunked on me. He owns me. I know. You don't need to say it. No, you you actually called it. Yeah, I guess not a very good one, eh, Rex? No, said, no, no. Hey, dude. So the one thing I said, I can't think of one single team that either one of these teams do well, but you referenced it. The Bears are actually good against the run. In fact, miraculously, shut up, Alvin. The Bears actually, miraculously, are the best team in the NFL against the run. Yes, sir. There, I said something positive That's about positive. that game. Otherwise, that game is complete Thursday night assery. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I will also take Chicago, and I will lay the points. But not because I feel good about the Bears. I don't. I just feel much worse about the Panthers. The Panthers are garbage defensively. They cannot protect Bryce Young. Offensively, they are 31st in the league in offensive DVOA. Not good. And not good. The Bears are at home. 
on a short week against a one-win team, angling to get the first pick overall that they do not even get to keep. They have to give it to the Bears. Mm -hmm. All of that should be enough for the Bears to cover. Bears minus three and head. Let's hope that it's not as horrible as we know it will be. I know. Do you see any other way to make it better? Any other way to make this game watchable? Any other way had to get us paid? Yeah, I have one prop here. The Bears allow the most receiving yards and touchdowns to running backs in the NFL. Their 578 yards allowed to backs is 152 yards more than the second-worst defense. That defense is, of course, uh, Brandon Staley's. i got to bring that up. But Yeah, well, you don't have to, but I knew you would. <laughs> I'm going with a Carolina running hey, By the back way, dude, they're here. back to 500 in case you didn't know. Hey, I know that. They made, they got me paid the other day. Matt, like Matt speaking brand, of money, Matt Money Smith's coming up at 11 o'clock. I know you love money. That's love right. money. I worked with money. One of my favorite dudes ever. One of the best dudes ever, by the way. He is. No doubt. But I, you but you still had to just crack on Brandon Staley. You just had I to. I did, too. I, I forgot money was coming on, too. Just delete that one, Alvin. Uh-uh. No. Thank did you. you just try to delete yourself with an uh-uh? <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Alan. Part. <laughs> Alan, man. Josh Allen. The, the anyway, dude, you are so far yeah. off the reservation. Yeah. What are you trying to? What are you trying to say here? What are the prop bets? We need money. I'm going with Miles Sanders over ten and a half yards receiving. Miles Sanders mm. over ten and a half yards receiving here. Okay, just that one. Just that one, and it, it is a question because Chuba mm. Hubbard has been getting most of the uh, carries and receptions out of the backfield lately. But I'm going to try Miles here. Okay, so run it back for me. You got one bet and one prop. What do you got? Bears minus three and Miles Sanders over ten and a half yards receiving tonight. All right, Head, get your rest because we're going to play five games tomorrow. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Head. Sounds good. Tell money hello. I'll do it. Let's make some James money. Big Head Kelly. Big Head bets. He and I are on the same page on this one. And probably good for me because he and I have not been on the same page in recent weeks and I've been getting worked. So he and I both are going to lay the points. Chicago minus three. Again, whose idea was this? Two of the worst teams in the NFL playing one another. A combined 3-14. and Primetime. The only game. Never mind captive audience, as I mentioned. We are hostages. It's the equivalent of football terrorism. But what are you, you going to do? Not watch it? And if I have to watch it, I'm sure it's not going to get down. Take the edge off. Get Everybody me paid. Down. Do it now. And if you don't want to do it, don't. You don't. Everybody doesn't have to get down, and you don't have to do it now. But I did. I hit that thing already this morning, and I'm glad that hook went away. All right, how are you going to play that game? Are you going to watch that game? Here's the big question. Tommy, think about this for a minute. You and I, as the EP, have to have this conversation. I want to put something in the back of your head. It's a staple of Friday. We always lead with a recap of the Thursday night matchup. I don't know that I want to do that tomorrow. I don't know that I want to reference that game at all. I, I don't know. Never mind leading with it. I don't know that I even want to talk about it. Maybe they'll shock me and rise up, and it will be something other than what I expected to be tonight, namely the worst game ever. What do you think, dude? I think the game has to earn it. The thing is, the game could earn it either way. It could be surprisingly watchable, or it could be the literal worst game ever. Right. And I think those are the two ways that it would that Well, would l- Listen, if about. it's so bad, it's good. That's easy. Yeah. But if it's so bad, it just sucks. I'm going to say that there's nothing etched in stone. I'm not saying that we're going to lead with that tomorrow. Fair I'm enough. saying we normally would. Keep that in mind. Same page. All right, there you go. There's your EP, Tommy D. Oh, there's Parody Larry. Let's go to the phones. 
<laughs> sure we're not. Parody Larry. Oh, oh, he's got a beef. Not a parody, but a beef. Hey, Larry. Larry, your handle is not beef, Larry. It's parody, Larry. And the reason we don't go to you anymore is your parodies are terrible. So maybe, is that your whole thing? Are you reinventing? Are you now beef, Larry? Parody Larry has a beef. And I bet everybody's on the edge of their seat wondering who Parody Larry has a beef with. Are you going to sing your beef? I don't know. Larry, I'll think about it. I'm not saying the answer is no. I'm not telling you to hang up. Oh, wait a minute. You mean you want to be in the beef segment? Oh, I see. I did say get in line. Well, he's in line. All right, Larry. All right. I see you working. Larry, I know you're doing whatever you can to get on the air because you never get on the air anymore. You know why? You know I don't want to hear your parodies. So go ahead. Try and slide into the beef segment. I see you working, Lawrence. That's a pretty good plan for you. All right, so the beef segment's coming up at 1040. Start calling now. We want to set the thing up. We set it up with written beefs. We set it up with calling beefs. We need you to get in now. 1-800-636-8686. Go to the X with your beef, at Jim Rome. Go to your email with a beef, Rome, R-O-M-E, at haveatake.com. When we come back, the Texas Longhorns having a big year. They are currently ranked 7th in the college football playoff standings. Their star linebacker, J-1-4, joins me. Top of the hour. Beef segment, bomb of the hour. Mount Money Smith, one of my favorite dudes, is going to join us at the top of hour number three. In other words, lots to get done. That was the big head James Kelly. He and I both laying the points. Chicago minus three tonight against the Panthers. Stay tuned. Hour number two, straight ahead.